Welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. We give you weekly roundups of Walford life. I'm currently trying to work out, where is Phil Mitchell? Why hasn't he come back? Emma. And I'm one of Lisa's doctors. She's off her meds, dangerous, and I'm looking for her. Connor. Where, where are they? Where are they? Where, they? where will, will we find, find them? them? Little Nicky Graham <laughs> shout out there. Big Brother 7, yeah. Oh, classic. <laughs> Our favourite. <laughs> So what's coming up this week, Emma? We have your weekly roundup, hero and slapping down, of course. Oh, fabulous. And we start our new segment, Dot Spotting. <gasps> you mean Dot Spotting? <laughs> dot Spotting. <laughs> <laughs> As EastEnders take on Strictly, this children in need, I have a quiz for Connor called Strictly East End. Great. I mean, I never watched the show, so this should be very interesting. <laughs> I watch it all the time and didn't remember a few of them had done it. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> and we take a look back at EastEnders best children in need <gasps> specials. And there's some classics. Oh, I can't wait. Yay. <laughs> but first, it's back. It's the jingle. Dun, 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 dun. You ain't my mother. Yes, I am. Get out of my pub. You need a slapping den. I've killed mum like I killed Lucy. Hello, princess. You bitch. You cow. Mick. Ricky. Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. Good night. I've really missed our jingle. Yay, it's back. It's back. Oh, I've missed it so much. Now I can listen to it in the bath again and like actually relax rather than just listen to the scary jingle and get a little bit nervous that Dirty Dan's going to pop up at any moment. Imagine if you just opened the door to your bathroom and it's like, hello. Princess. It's ghosts just stand there. I would definitely ask for an autograph. I mean, who couldn't? Who wouldn't? I like how that's your first thought, not, that's terrifying. <laughs> Maybe you are Denny now, and you're now oh, Denny. My God. Akura. <laughs> that's what's happened. Denny Akura's, Denny Akura's come into us. Ooh, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, speaking of jingles. Oh, yes. We have news. What have we been doing off air? We've only been planning the Christmas jingle. Yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be so good. I love but, it. I mean, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. It's like the funniest thing ever. Like, I feel like really proud of it. <laughs> I've been proud of like every jingle we've done, but this one definitely, like, it's like hilarious. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Yeah. It's just going to have bro. some jingle bells in there. Oh, obviously. A bit of, you know, good old fashioned carols and not the kind that run off and leave her family in the lurch. Carol. <laughs> brings us on nicely to dot spotting actually oh it is doesn't it yes so for you who don't know we've started a new segment called dot spotting <laughs> i love the way you say it <laughs> i'm like slapping down in your dot spotting <laughs> so dot spotting is basically our segment where you get to send us your most outlandish and hilarious or even mundane theories on where dot actually is because we're worried about her aren't we emma She's never there anymore. Where is she? I know. I, we just need to know. It's like Phil. Oh <laughs> where my is God. he? Yeah, where's you know. Phil? But if you do see Dot, please take a picture of her on your TV screen and let us know because we are really worried yeah. about her. We're, we're, we're actually thinking about contacting the authorities to find out where poor little I Dot is hiding. I need to know if she is safe and well. Yes, and well fed. <laughs> <laughs> That's always important. But cup of tea in hand. Cup of tea. But without further ado... Here are our theories sent in by our listeners. So the first one comes from Twitter, and it was sent to us, DM to us, from an Agu, and he thinks that Dot, Dot Cotton, is off overseas selling arms to a rebel militia trying to overthrow a dictatorship <laughs> government. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I can say that, really. I can really say that. She's quite diplomatic as well, so she could get away with it. Yeah, maybe it's a different side to Dot. We just haven't seen yet. I mean, she did have some dark lines back in the olden days. Well, that is true. Yeah. On Instagram, we got another Dot spotting theory on where she is. So Jasmine thinks Dot is off visiting the fam, starting with Carol and her new man. <laughs> I love that. Who happens to be also underage. <laughs> She has previous. <laughs> of course. I mean, let's not ever forget Connor. See, that is quite a believable one. I think that one is believable. I think she probably is off seeing Carol. I mean, where is Carol? Well, she was on the phone a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, when Bex was having a breakdown. Hi, love you, Grandma. And she's like, yeah, love you too. 
I bet you love that one because you hate Carol. I hate Carol. <laughs> She's like the worst. But do, I don't like Carol either. I absolutely hate Carol, especially from the classic episodes. Like she is really, really nasty. So if you want to get involved in dot spotting again, we would love your answers on Twitter and Instagram. We are at E20Podcast on Twitter, at E20 underscore podcast on Instagram. Send us your weirdest, wonderful theories and any pictures of Dot if she's on your TV screens. Please let us know if she is safe and well. Well worried. And whichever ones we love the most, we will read out on the podcast each week. Yay! So you'll have to listen to see if it's you. Before we get on with the rest of the show, Emma, I think it's important to tell everyone, because at this point in the, the show, we normally talk about our treats that we've brought in. Yeah, normally really good ones. But today, we are eating the leftovers from our Thornton's boxes. Yes. So all the ones we didn't like. And all the caramels, left. all the fudges. Yeah, so we're making our way through them. We've got to that stage. Yeah, it's desperate yeah. now. We yeah. need advertisers. <laughs> yeah. Real Come on, ones. adverts. Come on. <laughs> we need real ones, not the ones that we just make up. <laughs> Keegan sandwiches. So... The big story of this week was Keegan going to jail. Only kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, of course he didn't go to jail. We all know he didn't. So obviously he punched Ian in the face. Yeah, that was interesting. Sorry, Ian, but he kind of deserved it. Yes, he did. He's he's been really nasty the last few weeks. He was so rude about Queen Karen. (laughs) He was horrible about Karen. Um, The week before he was horrible to Jean. (gasps) Yes. He's getting quite mean. Do you remember how he was with Rainy and Stuart as well a few weeks back? And then obviously he told Dottie to put the cockroach. Where the hell did she oh find my God. that? We have to talk about this. Is it a real cockroach? Is it a plastic cockroach? Did she summon them? Is she their queen? We just don't know. Where did she get this cockroach to put into that sandwich? It's so bizarre. I was so confused. Like, where? How? It Why? was so bizarre. I was just confused on how she even got it in the first place. Let alone... What she was doing with it. Like, it's just bizarre. I don't see cockroaches. No. <laughs> Maybe it's something in London. I don't know. Just randomly <laughs> see them walking along the street. <laughs> I'm off to boots today, lads. <laughs> just toddling along. <laughs> Maybe they keep them as pets. I'll be going down <laughs> Trafalgar Square. <laughs> Can you imagine if actually it's like Dottie's pet cockroach? Like, maybe that's what it is. You know how, have you ever seen that thing where people get, like, insects and cover them in jewels and wear them, like, crawling jewellery? Oh, no. Yeah, it's like like this really weird thing that, like, started a few, I think it was, like, about five years ago or something, maybe more, where everyone started doing that. How did, what? It's, like, jewel, diamond encrusted cockroaches Oh, I thought you meant real ones. No, yeah. Oh, no, they are. They're alive. (gasps) They're alive and they crawl all over. Yeah, because I've seen like the the fake brooch style Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, my God. No, honest, I swear. Because I remember watching uh, America's... Who crawls on them? Yeah. (gasps) No, I've got to tell you, I had an experience nearly like that the other day. (laughs) Oh, I got in the shower and I opened the curtain, (gasps) closed it. And as I closed it and looked behind us, there was this massive spider coming oh. towards us. And I thought, oh my oh God, God, it's going to crawl on my shoulder. <laughs> I would have been part of that trend. See, Get some Dottie. jewels on him. Dottie, Dottie wouldn't run. <laughs> Dottie would just pick that up and stick it in a sandwich. <laughs> but um, I digress. This whole Dottie thing where she stuck that cockroach, wherever she did get it from, uh, whether it was real or plastic, we just never will know, I don't think. But she stuck that cockroach in uh, Keegan's sandwich. But she did it all. On the orders of Ian. I mean, that's not going to help, is it, really, with this campaign? No. Known businessman frames people for having cockroaches in their food. I loved his poster. Oh, my God. Uh, we well, I loved Max's reaction to his poster. Yeah. So it was like, wouldn't it be better if you just cut him out? <laughs> <laughs> so true. I loved when he was on about all the wives and that. What was oh, the yeah. line again? He said something like, how does a geezer like this have so many wives and kids? <laughs> Literally speaking for the entire nation right there. Everyone who watches these standards thinks the exact same thing. The and answer then, is simple. Money. And then Ruby and Jack were like, you're just like that. <laughs> so while all of those were laughing about Ian and his poster, mm-hmm. Keegan was a bit worried he was going to prison. Well, yeah. I mean, Ian's just chilling in the pub, having a pint like an ordinary bloke. 
Meanwhile, he's got like Keegan on like death row. I don't think this is going to go well on your campaign. Well, we'll soon find out. I'm hoping it runs along the campaign we've got going, you know, oh in the God, election. I think that'd be pretty cool. That'd be so funny. Vote Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine people actually get confused and like, where's Ian? <laughs> I really would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> on my ballot, I didn't have Ian Beale. <laughs> I need Ian Beale on my ballot. I might just write that on my... Yeah, just write Ian Beale. EastEnders. I don't know how he would fare. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He might do well after doing his ordinary paint in the pub gag. (laughs) 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 We're all laughing and enjoying the Ian drama, but actually, poor Keegan's really scared he's going to go to jail. And he's really, really frightened, and that pushes him to near breaking point. So he decides him and Tiff should go and get married in Scotland. Yeah, up in Gretna Green. You know, that really long drive. Yeah, let's just talk about that journey. <laughs> let's just talk about a few of the things in this story. Yes, because I want to start off with the fact Jack's a policeman. Didn't really seem suspicious about what was going on that day when they were running about trying to get out to go to Gretna. Yeah. He didn't hear the very loud phone call to Bernie. <laughs> And also Tiff talking to Keegan about it. He was in the next room. And as a policeman, I would like to think he had an idea of what was going on. At this point, Detective Denise seems better at doing detective work (laughs) than what Jack, the actual ex and now reinstated police officer does. I mean, bless him. I do love Jack, but I did look at that and I was like, hmm, maybe you've lost it a little, Jack, over the years. Maybe being an armchair detective is more your your job now. <laughs> I don't know if you can't tell that they're getting married that you should really be trying to solve murders and crimes like that that's just my two pence on it though and then the journey seemed to go very quickly it was all the way from London to Scotland yeah. and we live in Newcastle so we know it mm-hmm. takes roughly around five hours without traffic well we've also traveled up and down that route as well yeah and it does take that long I used to live in Birmingham and travel all the way up to see my family so I know roughly how long it takes from Birmingham. That's an absolute pain. Can you imagine doing it from London? You've done it from London. Yeah, I lived in London. So it's it's a little bit like, yeah, I don't think they would have finished it that quick. And obviously Scotland's a bit further than Newcastle. So you add in few yeah. more, a few more hours onto your journey. Yeah, I think it must be, what, like about six, seven hours? Yeah. Maybe more. And that's not factoring in that there could be traffic. Yeah. And they went, like, not at a good time to travel. They didn't I go travel- first thing in the morning, yeah. which is the best time to go. Once you hit Manchester, you get stuck in that bit. It's really, really busy around there. And you don't want to be around there at dinner Just time. coming in and out of London, that bit's always mm-hmm. really busy as well. Yeah, very congested. So, yeah. I mean, these are the mysteries that really <laughs> paro- uh, like just totally bamboozle me and Emma. Well, yeah, because Jack and Karen and everyone seem to get there before them. Yes! And they left even later. Yeah, it's so weird. I was like, how are they, like, literally behind them? And they left about an hour after. They definitely didn't stop at any service stations, did they? Well, can I just say something? Have you ever travelled up the country, right, for that long and looked as good as all them looked? God, no. I always look a mess. I've definitely been to Burger King. I've yeah. definitely been to my favourite of the service stations, Weatherby. Oh, my God, best flipping service station. Oh, Apart anyone. from this one time, I went into the toilets and the male toilets once, right? And there was just queues and queues of people and water pouring out of everywhere. And I was just like, oh, no, what's happened? It was having a bad day. It was having a bad day. But it is a good but service seriously, station. seriously, anyone travelling between like Newcastle and Leeds, go into Weatherby. Yeah. Your life will change. Avoid Washington. Oh, God, yes. That's like the worst. <laughs> it has like no services. <laughs> yeah. Do not do that. <laughs> it's like a post-apocalyptic service station. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, like, I just looked at them and I was like, where are the McDonald's wrappers? Because normally I've had a McDonald's breakfast And you've by definitely now. Have had a Costa or a Greg's in that God, time as well. yes, because Weatherby has one of the best Greg's and Costas. You have to do at least Costas. three stops on your way to London. Yeah. I do at least two service stops because you oh, have yeah. to. You have to. If you've travelled all the way up the country, you know how tired and miserable you are by the time you get up. And my hair is a nightmare if I've yeah, been yeah. in the car that long. It just looks like bleh. I literally looked like rubbish last time I travelled all the way up. It was awful. So they finally got there in record time. Definitely something in the Guinness Book of Records. Oh, yeah, definitely. Next to uh, Bernie's phone, because that never <laughs> charged and also seemed to last the entire journey. Amazing battery life. <laughs> I'm convinced that actually they're capable of time travel. <gasps> Maybe. 
And that all they did is, you know, like when in Back to the Future, where he just drives the car really quick and they go, boom, and jump jump forward in time. That was Keanu. That, that's what they did. <laughs> it was nice to see him back with the Taylors and not the Mitchells. Yes. Oh, I've been missing this. I've been missing seeing a bit more of the Taylors family dynamic because I feel like everyone's just left book, Aaron, apart from I Bailey. I did love when Bernie just ran out the house and was like, don't you just love November? <laughs> <laughs> that was just classic Bernie. Bless her. Not obvious at all why she's so happy. One other person who wasn't happy, though, was Louise. Ugh. Can we just talk about her little shenanigans involved in Tiffany and, like, Egan's wedding? She Tiff was... Tiff must be like, why she's so obsessed with me? Yes! Honest. I feel like that. Like, obsessed much? Like, you dated Keegan ages ago now you've moved on to his brother come on you've got his brother and yes yes i know they had like previous history of like not liking each other but even then that didn't quite make sense to me anyway but like they didn't quite like each other when tiff returned but i kind of think it's really weird that she's still acting like a high school girl when actually she's a pregnant 18 year old going into motherhood yeah I mean, I really think she does need to grow up and stop doing these like little petty vendettas against people, but I I don't see it happening, especially after the Shiano reveal that I think again. she'll just get worse. She will, yeah. But she always plays the victim. Like everything's about her. I know. And all of her storylines seem to she will be that brat. Mm-hmm. But then by the end of it you're meant to feel sorry for her. Yeah, and That's it is the way very all of them hard. Seem to go. It's very hard. It's like what we were we were talking about with like the Ben and Martin situation. You can't keep making these people like deplorable human beings and expect them to be like oh at the end of it you can't do that so when louise is like a total brat like she was on that on the, that week we're hardly going to come to the next week where like you know our whole life falls apart or whatever and be like oh Aww. god poor louise <laughs> i was like no no she tried to like sabotage tiffany and keegan's wedding that's quite malicious i have to say do you think when they were putting keegan and tiff together they thought about their names and oh for old oh, butcher and baker. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. I made the joke about candlestick I know, maker I love and then that. Keanu did, and I was like, beat you to a Keanu. <laughs> I done the dad you joke won. first. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they do that as their slogan? You know, for Keegan's like sandwich. Well shop. they are now, aren't they? Tiff was like, yeah. let's be butcher. But baker, I mean, that's what I mean, like sandwich maker. <laughs> that's what makes us laugh, because it takes them like this long to figure the joke <laughs> the joke out. Why didn't they do it to begin with? <laughs> That could have been a great tagline when he was starting his business. Did you see the bit where Karen jumped on that guy's car? Oh, E, please. Let's just have a moment here for Karen. Everything she done, oh, oh it's just iconic. She was just I hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. When she ran in going, no, stop this. <laughs> that was this such is a, wrong. This is such a Karen thing. It not was. Even, not even thinking and just doing it. Do you know as well, I kind of give us vibes of like classic EastEnders moments where it's like, yeah. you know, like, Remember the Pat one with yeah. Janine? I was just about to say, yeah. she's a Jewish as a bacon sandwich. Like, that, oh, that's that. one of my favorite lines. It's those moments which are hysterical and people remember forever. And I feel like that is what's just happened with Karen, where she ran in on those two <laughs> gay men getting married. It was like, this is so wrong. Stop the wedding. <laughs> so when they were walking out and she said, oh, my daughter's gay and I dabbled once. <laughs> <laughs> it's Karen do you know though I love that because it does make me relate a little because that is something that either my mom or like my grandma would say my mom routinely tells me well you know I did dabble once (laughs) what she means is she was asked out by a really attractive Asian woman in a nightclub because she tells that story every time she talks about this or gets a little bit drunk um so yeah my mom literally (laughs) does say the Karen line so not only do Tiff and Keegan have the best name going on square now. They do. Karen and Sonia are now an iconic duo. Yep, yep. It's gone down in history now. But there was a noticeable absence at the wedding. Yes. Ricky and Bianca. Of course. The worst parents in the world. Where is Ricky? Where is Ricky? Where is he? Where will we find him? Where will we find him? Like, honestly, like, where the hell has Ricky been? And Bianca? The last well, time Bianca's saw just her. left them all with Leo, who she knows about. Exactly. She came in with this nutter who followed her here. And then done a runner. And then did a runner. They are literally the worst parents at the moment. I'm really, really annoyed with how they've been written. And Dr. Son just turned off that call when oh. she rang back. Yeah, Dr. Son, Dr. Dr. Son, Dr. Son, calling Dr. Son. Oh my God, Bianca <laughs> actually was calling Dr. Son. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, why didn't we tweet that? Because <laughs> we've just felt a bit now. Oh. But yeah, Dr. Saunders was like, not having any of it. End call. Loved it. Well, it's Albert Square, so let's see if Tiff and Keegan get there happily ever after. Mm. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so, but fingers crossed. I do like them. Fingers crossed. From one happy ending to another. Well, very different, but you know, Mel got everything she wanted. She did. She won. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mel. I love crazy Mel. Crazy Grandma Mel. Oh, brilliant. Maybe so, I am crazy. <laughs> So she got Sharon to hand over her side of E20 to mm-hmm. Ruby, which Ruby was like, Sharon didn't seem very happy about that. Mm. Yeah. Ruby being deductive there, isn't she? But she ran out crying, Ruby. She no. was not happy. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. <laughs> Absolute happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about Ruby wanting to rename the like nightclub as well? Yeah, because it was originally Scarlet's when her dad, Johnny Allen, owned yeah. it. I know that was his daughter's name, but mm. on, on top of a bar, sounded... Like a strip joint. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know how to politely put it, so yeah, we'll go with this. Yeah. Ruby's doesn't sound any different. Sorry. It literally sounds really bad. It sounds either yeah. like a restaurant or a strip joint. Yeah. And when I say restaurant, I mean a really cheap dive one. Like a one-star hygiene ring. Yeah, yeah. Rubies. <laughs> Come get tetanus. <laughs> Come get E. coli. Maybe that's where Dottie would find a the cockroach. cockroach. Oh, there we go, see. It's all tying together now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Please do not name that nightclub Rubies. It would be devastating. I like E20 because that's our name. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's... You know, the name that Grandma Mel and Sharon had. That was their name. Do you think Ruby will allow Sharon back when everything kicks off? Or do you think Ruby's like, no, you've sold it? See, I think that whilst we had a Mel and Sharon partnership at the beginning, maybe we'll now get a Ruby and Sharon partnership. Be very interesting with their past. Wouldn't it? I was thinking that. There's not, there's not always a lot of tension. It's dropped here and there that they still like have that whole historic feud because of Johnny Allen and and because of Phil and and Dennis, like all of that stuff. And that's only ever rarely touched upon. So it'd be very interesting to see them having to work together with all that history. I would love to see that. I mean, I would just love for Asha to come and go, get out to Ruby. (laughs) But that's not going to happen. I think Ruby's (laughs) going to stay in there and, you know, own at least half of it. I wonder how long she'll keep it for. Well, until she gets bored, because let's be real. She owned that nightclub once before. And didn't even like it. Didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But talking about owning things, Louise has just got a new car. I don't remember her passing her test. Yay. I remember the lesson she had with Keanu. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Do I remember her actually passing the test? Maybe that skipped my mind. Yeah. But no, I don't remember. No, I don't either. I have to say, like getting Louise a car... Crazy grandma Mel. It's a yeah. great crazy grandma moment. But I also was like, is Phil not going to be a bit put out? Like, does he, is he not going to feel a bit, like, miffed that, like, Mel has bought his daughter? It's the way Lisa was, but like she was car. trying to hide that feeling until Sharon said, oh, that's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. Yeah, and it was. I think, like, wherever Phil is, wherever he may be, like, he would be very, very annoyed that he didn't get to buy Louisa car. And instead, someone else did. I think if she's given her the biggest present, that's going to be something that he would be really annoyed about. Like, yes, she's a godmother, but that's a very big and expensive present. Yeah, it's too weird. It's, yeah, that it, is so it, odd. I would be like, mm, if someone like if my she mom's maybe friend like, got me a car or something, I'd be like, who what is that? Yeah, maybe if she helped Lisa with the money, because obviously mm. you have the big question about Lisa and money. Well, she doesn't work. She's <laughs> wasted. She said it herself. She's used up loads of our money on like medical bills and stuff. She was flaunting around Portugal. Basically keeps throwing out there that they're going to move away to Portugal, but she has no money. Yeah, so it would make sense if, say, she put money towards Lisa giving it as a present. Mm. I would get that because yeah. then that's just a nice thing to do, but just buying it and giving Louise the car and then yeah. and not even letting Lisa give her a big present yeah. is really odd. Because do you know what she could have done? This is how you know Mel is completely off a rocker. 
Um, maybe she is crazy. Maybe she is crazy. <laughs> it's the best line ever. <laughs> but like the thing that she could have done would have been to just have her and Lisa's name on it. You know, like a present from your surrogate mom and yeah. your your no, your real mom. But clearly, she is trying to push Lisa out, and Lisa knows this now. She's starting to to clock this. She's starting to go. This is getting a bit odd. I'm now feeling a bit pushed to the edge of Louise's life. And it's almost like Mel is becoming the grandma. Grandma Mel. And Crazy that, Grandma Mel. That brings us on to Grandma Mel's little box of horrors. Well, yeah, Lisa opened that and found the baby scan. Well, Louise's baby scan yeah. in Hunter's Things. Don't you mean the baby scan of Hunter 2.0? Terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. It's gone all the hand that rocks the cradle, hasn't it? Imagine opening that box and seeing your daughter's baby scan in this box. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I just now have images, though, of Mel going full on hand that rocks the cradle and, like, have the baby, like, on a lap and breastfeeding it. And then Louise just comes in and it's just <laughs> oh, like, no. <gasps> <laughs> no. Turn a proper horror film <laughs> or thriller, whatever that that film's classed as. <laughs> it was horrific to me to watch. So it's <laughs> just awful. <laughs> I always have to bring it down a, a, a peg or two. <laughs> the conversation always has to dip with me. But yeah, so she found the baby scan, and naturally, Lisa weren't happy. Would you be? No. I love how Mel took it all out on Lisa. Like, this is yeah. Lisa's problem. This is Lisa's fault. You're just unstable, Lisa. Like, Mel, you're just a little crazy. We love you, crazy Mel, but you are definitely crazy. How is this Lisa's fault? And then poor Lisa gets punched in oh the middle God. of the square. I mean, I tweeted out that it was the end of their friendship, and I actually think it is. It's so sad. That's so sad, especially when you think... It like when Hunter died, yeah. they were the coffin talking about how they... They are the only two. The only two for each other, really. Yeah. Oh. That their relationship's the one that's lasted the test of time. And, and then Mel's like, slapped Lisa and ended it. I think that's that's pretty much the end of of her. And oh, God. And Lisa, yeah. The Portugal dreams. <gasps> the Portugal dreams. No Bella in Portugal for the two of them. It's just going to be Mel and Louise's baby. <laughs> That's just even creepier than it. Oh, with earlier, with what you said. Oh. <laughs> I like how it's took Keanu, by the way, so long to figure out Mel knows about him and Sharon. <laughs> Do you know, right? I have this moment every week, right, where I forget that everyone else in the cast don't know that Mel's crazy. But then, <laughs> then like, when like they suddenly have this realisation, I'm like, well, how has it taken me this long? Like, you know, the other week it was um, Lisa realised, yeah. and I was a bit like, how is she, I always just thought she knew about the blackmailing. <laughs> like, I, I just presume that they all know. So then when Keanu's like, now just figured it out, I'm like, God, well, you're a bit slow, Keanu, aren't you? <laughs> like, it was blatantly obvious. I loved when Mel slagged off his present to Louise. Yeah. <laughs> she just, like, keeps giving that low blow. Yeah, she's just like, like he's not worth you. He's yeah. not worth you. And then he goes to Sharon, who obviously knows about it. She's been yeah. blackmailed. And he's like, you knew about it? And she's like, yeah, but I'm holding all the cards. I love when she said she's holding the cards. I'm like, what, Sharon, is this deck falling out of yeah, your hands? Yeah, I was about to say, Sharon, you're not even at the flipping, you know, gambling table. Like, you're you're in another room. Mel's won the jackpot. You're, you're out of here. <laughs> you've lost your pub. You've bought her a villa. <laughs> I know. Like, she's literally given Mel the life she wants. Yeah. Every single day she's given her more money or yeah. she's given her something else. How, How are you winning? How did Mel actually afford that car as well? What? Did that come from the sale of the pub, maybe? Maybe, but that is a good question. I was just thinking that, because she is poor herself. She's only making money by blackmailing Sharon. Do you think that's the car she uses next week to do our Fast and Furious episode so. with Sharon? I hope so. Oh my God, it's all coming to a head next week. Come here, come here. Ah, I'm so excited. Mel Wars. Sharon strikes back. So, speaking of big storylines coming to a head, coming to their ending, it was Jay's big storyline. Bernie's phone battery actually lasted longer 
than this storyline. <laughs> so true. <laughs> like, what the hell what happened What was with it? this storyline? They were like, Jay's big storyline. It was just Lola for two episodes running around running going, around. Pops, 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 Jay's, it's Jay. It's Jay. I don't know why she's just <laughs> thinking. <laughs> she sounds like a, a chain smoker now. Jay! <laughs> I'm a toilet attendant. My name's Lola. Like, <laughs> do you know what I've just invented there? <laughs> no, but it's New so character true. character in the square in 2020. <laughs> Lola, 2020. Um, yeah, Jay's storyline. Autumn trailer, everything like that. Big story for the fact that this guy who murdered his dad destroyed his world as a child. And there was us tweeting about how excited we were for Jay finally getting yeah. a storyline. Then they forgot about it. I mean, we mentioned it about three times or something in our podcasts. So, yeah. like, we were really excited. And what and did we get? We got nothing. Like the Ahmed storylines yeah. evaporated. Evaporated. He didn't ruin the funeral like was planned. Yeah, he made that big threat. I'm going to make sure everyone knows. Everyone knows what you are. Don't know why it's been Danny Akura. <laughs> <Is> that Danny? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Danny's just popping into the studio. Um, no, but like, why did it, he make that threat then for nothing to happen? Nothing. And then he didn't go to the funeral. It was Ben and Billy. I'm yeah. sorry, but... Ben doesn't work there. Billy used to work there. So yes. I get he'll have the, the skills. The skills. <laughs> ben doesn't work there. Well, can we just talk about this? Do you need credentials and security checks before you work with dead bodies? Because I think you probably do. Yeah, you should I think do. there's some sick individuals out there who will probably <laughs> want to do some sick things to bodies. So I think you definitely have to have security checks <laughs> and credentials. <laughs> Meanwhile, the caucus... <laughs> The caucus just have like Billy Anyone. and Ben and the whole of the square just, you know, coming Come on, on temps. I mean, imagine. That's Come like, help out. That's like me returning to like the shop I used to work at or you and just oh, yeah. be like. Putting on a new uniform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting behind the till. It's literally, if I went, can you just pop, pop in? in? I've got the badge. You're right. Do me shift. Do me shift for us. Yeah, it's blipping weird. It's weird. Do they not need like any sort of checks? <laughs> just so confused. Another question for you fans. Do you need security checks and credentials to be an undertaker or like a funeral driver or something? Whatever you call those people who drive the cars. Because I'm confused. I am <laughs> deeply confused by that. I love how, was it the next episode? Jay was just sat in the Prince Albert with like no care in the world. Oh, please. <laughs> like totally over All it. he did was scream at that coffin and then the next minute, he's snogging Lola's face off on the couch. And then Pam comes back and is like, oh, we need more funerals like that. <laughs> <laughs> Love a fan of a funeral. Speaking of Pam, she's next. So our jingle is not the only thing that's back. Pam is back. Oh, Pam's back. Oh, oh, I love her. I love Pam. I don't know what it is about her. I'm just like, oh, Pam. I'll just go, oh, Grandma. It always just makes us think of that song, you know. Grandma, we love you. Grandma, we do. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. I could sing that every, every day, every time she comes on. Why did she have to leave so soon? I know, I would have liked a few more episodes of Pam. Actually, I would just like her to come back full time. Yeah, let's just have her back. She is what Miriam should have been. <laughs> yeah, this is my thing. When Pam and Les first came onto the square, I like them automatically. They mm -hmm. already had the mm -hmm. storylines prepared. Yes, they had that one where he looked like Ruth Langsford when he dressed up as Christine. That was a <laughs> special storyline. Oh, that. yes, it was. Because you know who else was in that storyline. I'll get you coat. Good old Aunt Babe. Aunt Babe. But like the Paul one where Paul died, that was where mm. they really came into, into their own. Yeah. And when they left, I actually felt like I missed them. When Miriam mm. and Ashard left, couldn't care less. It was just when nothing. Ted left, wasn't really that bothered, mm -hmm. not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were striving to be like Pam and Les, yeah. like both them couples, because they came off the back of them, but just never really achieved the level of Pam That's and Les. That's what I think happened. I think they saw how popular Pam and Les were, tried to emulate that with like Ashard and Miriam and Ted and, and his wife. I just don't think it, it, it happened for them. You see, the problem with older characters is you have to make them interactive. Like, they have to have yeah. other storylines with other characters. For Les and Pam, those characters were 
Jay, their grandson, Ben. They were involved in everyone's lives. Billy. They were involved in multiple different people's lives at different points. And so there was always a fresh story coming their way. And babe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, And I mean, the, they brought a great business to the square. There's yes. always someone dead on the square. I love that though as well. Because you know I love a new place. Whenever oh, something I know. new gets built or a new area is shown, I'm like... I get <gasps> so excited. So when they brought that, I was like, oh, someone new. something new. And it's a new business that we've never actually seen. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. And it is quite funny. It does have, like, I know it's death, but it has, like, it's brought a humorous element to it. And I think that's, again, another part of the, the Pam storyline that was really well executed. It was, like, that kind of mortuary humor. You know, like, yeah. it was so good. And I just think, I miss that. I, I do, do miss her. I really miss Pam. And when she came back, it was just like a breath of fresh air. It was like she'd never been gone. She's just always so happy. Yeah, she is. That's what I like about her as well. She's, not, she's never down. She's always happy. And at first, obviously, Ben didn't want to reveal to Pam that he was seeing Callum because she was the grandmother of his... First love. First love, be. Paul. Mm. And, yeah, I can understand. It I might can. be a hard situation to like be like, hey, here's my new boyfriend, yeah. you know. Do you obviously, know, with Paul dying... I think, like, when I watched it, I, I did actually, I can totally understand why Ben wouldn't as well. Because, yeah. like, I know that we say she's, like, grandma. But, like, to Ben, I think she probably is. Yeah. She's probably, like, a motherly, grandmotherly figure to him. He really changes when he's with her. Yeah, I know. I love when he he's with her. He becomes nice ben. Like nicer and, like, s- more soft. Soft Ben. Yeah. Baby Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Back when Ben wore glasses and, you know, danced Aww. to Lady Gaga. That's who <gasps> we see when she's around. Those are the days. We see the good Ben. The good Ben. And, like, I think with Pam, I just love her interactions with other people because she always does that. She brings the best out of everyone. Yeah. She brought the best out of Les. She brought the best out of um, out of Jay. She brought the best out of Ben. And I just think, it's fab. But I do understand why we're trying not, not tell. But I love that she wants him to be happy. She mm-hmm. wants him to find someone. And she was the reason he ended up saying, let's be boyfriends. I know. I love that. And I think it's an important step as well because... Obviously, f- love, f- especially first love, you think it's going to last forever and you couldn't ever see a, a kind of time where that's not your love. You know, that that person who you are most in love with is, you just think is always going to be there. But when they're not, you then think you're just going to never find someone like that again. You're never going to have that same sort of relationship. But time does, does move on and yeah. you will. And then for Ben, obviously Callum came along. Exactly. And it was so unexpected for him that that would happen. Exactly. As well. That's what I that's think that's what shocked him probably the most. That's the best bit about it. Yeah. This balanced storyline is that Ben was called and, you know, walls were up and it was all bravado and it was like he could get any man he wants and things like that. Because it's all just bluster to hide the fact that he's still yeah. in pain from losing the first love of his life. It's all an act. Yeah. And then Callum comes along and melts all those walls, <laughs> melts that frozen heart. And. In a way, I think that's what Pam is as well to Ben. She comes back and she does that. She tells him that, he, you know, she's, he needs she those people around happy. him. Yeah. That's why I love both Pam and Aww. Callum. They're just so much. And then obviously, Callum wants to be a policeman, which really oh. threw a spanner in the works for Ben. I mean, let's be He had real. a bit of a tantrum, but I don't understand why. Yeah. Isn't this good for him? Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, we all know that Ben has a very interesting appetite when it comes to you know, what he wants in the bedroom. <laughs> I mean, he's clearly already expressed an interest in Callum's suit that he wears when he buries people. I mean, according to Ben, it hugs him in all the right places. <laughs> I won't disagree, but I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> look at a, a mortuary suit like that. Then you've had the, you know, the comments about stiffs and dead people and things over the course of their little relationship. So he's definitely going to be into a police uniform. Let's be real. Ben would love that. A bit of role play in the bedroom, a bit of handcuffs. Ben will love it. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be his first time in handcuffs, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But surely with a policeman on side, Ben should be happy that he can probably get away with a bit more. Yeah, I did think that too. I was like, well, Callum's never going to arrest you. Because exactly. he's madly in love with you. Won't, won't you just be able to use this? Or maybe that's the point, that he's worried that he will be tempted to try and manipulate Callum and feels oh, bad and yes. guilty about that. That might be what it is. You've just solved it. I might have just solved it, people. <laughs> I did love his little tantrum, though. It was funny. Stormed in, totally ruined Lola and Jay's couch time. 
<laughs> what a way to put C- it. Celebrating that Jay, you know, Jay got his revenge. <laughs> Jay got his revenge. He's celebrating, smooching her face off. Yeah. What a moment. Now it's time for this week's Slapping Dan. And it's the one we've been waiting for. Oh my God, yes. It's about time. Give it a slap. Go on. It's Louise. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, she needs a good hard slapping down she gets on my nerves everything is about that her that sounds a bit weird actually <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I've got that sounds really inappropriate <laughs> no she's just a horrible person god what you want to do in your own time is know. something else but don't put it on here flipping heck I've, I've been converted <laughs> Louise has changed me <laughs> um, <laughs> moving along swiftly Yes, it's Louise, and it couldn't come sooner. Well, yeah, she only cares about herself. Like, yeah. with Bex, it was all about Louise. Do you remember that? Like, how? Bex had, like, literally tried to kill herself, and yeah. Louise was just saying, why didn't you tell me? Like, I can't go and speak to her. Yes, eh? you can. Yes, you can. She's your friend. And all of the, like, lead up to that as well, she never noticed that friend was, like, really, really, really depressed. And if I'm going to go all the way back. Go on, go on. Go in there, Go on, all right? rip out of pieces. When Bex was being bullied by the mm-hmm. people at school, Louise hardly helped her at all. Yeah. At one point, she was actually laughing along with them. Exactly. Terrible friend. But yes, I think she definitely needs a good slapping down because of the way she's treated Bex, the way she's always trying to like bully or like you know be horrible to Tiff. I just can't stand that bit. I just think, God, how old are you? You're 18, man. Get a life. You're going to be a mother soon. Get a grip of yourself, Louise. We've had our slap in den. So it's now time for the lovely part. Yay. Hero of the week. Yes. And it is. Pam. Yay. Grandma, we love you. Grandma, we do. Oh, so glad it's Pam. Oh, it's like I said when we were talking about it in our segment. She is just the heart of the square sometimes. Like, she, she brings out the best in everyone. And Yeah, I want to see her back. Yeah, I do. I bring back Pam. Bring back Pam. I know I've still bring back Les, Yeah, why not? Bring back Pam and Les. It just doesn't have the same ring to it <laughs> yeah, when I'm doing true. a chant, you know. And then, and then. You know what I mean. Bring back Aunt Babe. <laughs> <laughs> bring that story back where she blackmailed him for being a sheep and a, a pervert. <laughs> oh. But yeah, but I love Pam, Pam was a hero this week. She spoke she to Ben and made Ben do what he needed to do. Yes. Finally asked Callum to be his official boyfriend. It's like one of those moments again where I was like, what? Sorry, were they not official? Yeah, like, I kind of thought they were. But yeah, yeah, I already presumed that. I thought he was going to ask him to move in with him. That would have been better. Yeah. Okay, so this week, Pam was obviously our hero of the week. So we are yeah. going to be rating this week's episode out of Pam's. Yes. And I'm going to kick it off with a five palms. Wow. Yes, a whole five palms from me. I think for me, it's going to have to be five palms as well. Five palms. Does this sound like you, yeah, I'm a greengrocer or something? You're yeah. shouting like what you've got left. Five palms. Five, five palms. palms. <laughs> <laughs> Any old palms. <laughs> it also sounds like five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's, it's got to be five pounds for me. This week I was loved it. full of everything. Mainly Weddings. for Bernie saying how much he loves November. Love that. That was <laughs> just funny. The wedding, <clears throat> Pam being back, Fallon becoming official, Sharon versus Nell. Oh, yeah. God, it's all been kicking off this week. It was fabulous. Fabulous. So... In honour of some of the EastEnders cast, taken on strictly for this year's Children in Need, I come up with a little quiz for Connor. Oh, lovely. Called Strictly EastEnd. Oh, I love it. As we all know, many of the cast have taken part in the main show over the years, mm-hmm. including Louisa Lytton, who is actually coming back for the Children in Need special. Ooh. So this game is going to be a bit like play your cards right. Oh, okay. All you've got to do is guess if the EastEnders star got higher or lower. Like a higher or lower position oh, okay. on Strictly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So it's had 17 series. Right. For example, 
Let me give you a little. Yeah, little little yeah, taster. Little, little taster. taster. I'm absolutely terrified by that. Little taster. Say <laughs> <laughs> so someone comes fifth. Yes. You've then got to say if you think the next person got a higher or low, lower position on their series. Right. Okay. So maybe you think they got fourth. So then you would say higher. Yeah. Or maybe you think they got like seven and you'll say below. Right. Okay. So this is only going to be the main show contestants. This is not including specials. Okay. And it's not including Emma Barton, who plays Honey, who is on this year's yeah. show. Because okay. she's still in it, yeah, obviously. Course. She's doing amazing. The judges are really mean. I love Honey. And I think the head judge especially should be a lot nicer to Emma, because she's fantastic. <laughs> and that's Emma's two cents. And that's cents. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with Jake Wood, who plays Max Brannan. Okay. So he competed in series 12 mm-hmm. and he came fifth. Right. He was completely robbed. He was fantastic. And later, I would like you to go and watch his salsa. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, I will be showing you it next week. So do you think David Gadami, who plays Kush, yeah. came higher or lower in his series? I'm going to go with... Lower, even though his body should have gotten him higher. So I'm going to go lower. Correct. Oh, yes. He was lower. He only came one below. Oh, he came my six. God, really? Yes, he was in series 15. Oh. So Kush's girlfriend, Kat Slater, next. Oh, fabulous. So Jessie Wallace, who mm-hmm. plays Kat, appeared in series six. Do you think she got higher or lower? Lower. Correct. Oh, yes. She came 13th in Series 6, making her the fourth eliminated. Oh. Gillian Tailforth, who plays Kathy Beale next. Mm-hmm. She was also in the same series as Jessie. Right. Did she get a higher or lower position? Higher. Lower. Oh, no. She came 15th, making her the second person eliminated. Oh, wow. Both <laughs> EastEnders girls. I know. <gasps> the poor things. There was a lot in this series, actually. A lot of EastEnders people, because actually oh. the next one is also from that series. Oh. So Phil Daniels, who played Shirley's old flame, oh, Kevin Wicks. I remember him. So he took part in that series. Did mm. he get higher or lower? Bearing in mind, Gillian was the second person eliminated. Right. Uh, I'm going to say higher. Lua, he was <gasps> the first person eliminated. Oh, no. <laughs> the EastEnders cast were absolutely annihilated. Oh, my God. <laughs> the poor things. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't a good series for them. Oh, God. Definitely wasn't. So next is Jill Halfpenny. Yay. Who played Kate Mitchell. Do you remember when Chrissy Watts cut her hair? That my was traumatizing for me. One of my most iconic moments is that scene i just saw when she goes look at your best feature kate <laughs> don't know why she becomes australian every time i do that but i love that bit when she like cut off all <gasps> of her hair oh so it's like good. oh my god her hair <laughs> all i need now is some tar and feathers and i'll parade you through the square loved chrissy watts what an icon but icon. also loved kate she was such a cool I did, character yeah. yeah so we digress as per D- yes, usual digress do you think jill got higher or lower then, then Kevin. Then, yeah, Kevin Wicks, Phil Daniels. Well, I'm going to say higher. What a surprise. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> went out first. <laughs> you are correct. Yay. She won her series, Series 2. Oh, wow. She was so good. Go I watch her think, drive. I do think I remember her on it. Because I think when I was watching it at that point, I used to watch it with my grandma. And I think uh, I do remember that. Yeah, you'll probably remember her drive because yeah. that was talked about all the time until Jay McGuinness came on with his drive and that's mm. like now the... Became oh, the new It's just one. iconic. <laughs> 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 I love this game. Oh, yay! <laughs> so this one's an easy one. Bearing right. in mind she won. Uh, did Christopher Parker, who played Spencer Moon... <laughs> do you remember who? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. He was so good looking. Do you think he got higher or lower than Jill Halfpenny? Lower. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus point, if you can tell me where you think he came. Oh, I'm just going to go with a random number here because I've got nothing else to lose. <laughs> Fourth? He came second in series one. Really? Yeah. Oh, bless. Spencer, I should have put you higher. So, Ricky Groves. Oh. Gary Hobbs. Oh, God. I loved Gary and Dawn. Higher 
or lower than Christopher Parker? I'm going to say lower. Yes, he came sixth in Series 7. Oh, uh, the only reason I said lower is because obviously he came second. Yeah. And I was like, I don't <laughs> think Gary won. <laughs> I just don't see that in my head. <laughs> I told you it would be an easy one for you. Go oh, on. I'm so glad. So staying with Series 7, yeah. we also saw Natalie Cassidy, our Dr. Son oh, on the dance Dr. Son, Dr. Son, calling Dr. Dr. Son. Did she get higher or lower than Ricky? I'm going to say higher. Yay! Oh, yes! One place higher. She got fifth place. Oh, bless her. <laughs> I was going to say, good on you, Natalie. And then if you only got like one place higher, probably a little bit patronising and be like, good on you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another one from Series 7. Right. Zoe Looker, who played Vanessa Gould. You may remember her as Max's girlfriend. Yeah. The white suits. Oh, I love can I just say, I absolutely love her breakdown. I was going to say, the next thing you might remember her from is the iconic gif where she tears down the curtain. Yes. I used to love her line on EastEnders where she was like, Bubbly's in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbly's in the fridge. <laughs> Bubbly's in the fridge. I love that bit. It's great. What an iconic moment. Did she get higher or lower than our Natcas? I think lower. She did. She came 10th. Say, uh, do you know, it's so weird. S- certain people, I just l- visualise them in my head and I think, I don't know that I could see them dancing away <laughs> for like, you know, the entire series. That's how I'm working it out. I'm like, who would look s- the most exacerbated yeah. by it? <laughs> so, higher or lower, Matt D'Angelo, who played Dean Wicks. Oh, Higher. Yes, he came second in Series 5. I was going to say, I thought he would either have won or came second. So also in Series 5 was Letitia Dean, who plays Queen Sharon Mitchell. Fabulous. Was she also Queen of the Dance Floor? I'm going to say Loa. She did, but she came fifth. Oh, that's not bad then. That's that's a a pleasant spot. This was a much better year for the EastEnders cast. (laughs) They're all getting ejected within the first few, uh, first few, like, days. So Sharon just handed over the E20 to Ruby. Speaking of Ruby, do you think Louisa Lytton, who played her, got higher or lower? Lower. Higher. Oh, did she? She came fourth on her series. I think she should have got into the final. She was really good, so I'm really excited for the Say, children in need one. I was doing, trying to do my visualising thing, and I thought, oh, yes, she might have the dancer's kind of body, physique, and athleticism, but then I think, what if it's a... What if I'm I'm thinking too much into it and maybe yeah. she she was really, so really she was really good. good. Yeah, I oh. wanted her in the final. She's also taking part in the Children in Need special with Maisie <gasps> Smith, who plays Tiffany Butcher. Yay! Or should I say Butcher Baker? Butcher Baker, sandwich Baker. So, where do you think Tiff's mom Bianca Butcher, played by Patsy Palmer, Palmer. came yeah. on series three? Lower. Yes, but she only came fifth. Oh, that's so there's only not one bad point again. Yeah. That's quite good for her. Bianca's uncle, Jack Brennan, next. Scott oh, Maslin. Fabulous. Love him. He starred in series eight of the show. Do you think he got higher or lower than Patsy? I actually think lower. Higher. Oh, no way. Yeah, he came fourth. So Cara Titan, who played Dawn Miller. Oh, fabulous. Was also on that series. Really? Yeah. Wow. Higher I or lower? I think... I want to say higher, but I think it would be lower. I want to say higher. Yes, she won. Oh, yes. So obviously the next one's going to be easy. Lee Ryan next. Oh. You've probably forgotten him. He played Woody Woodward. Yeah. Yes, that was his real name. Was that that guy who... He was Whitney's rebound, yeah. Yeah. Did he... um, Well, what else did he do, though? He oh, well, it took me a while to remember. Uh, was he, he also worked in, in the Vic? Yeah. yeah. He was some connection to Linda. And Mick and that. I remember yeah. him working there. It was all very odd, very short, short. and weird. And Babe definitely would have cursed him. Curse <laughs> you. Cursed a lot of you. Higher or lower? Lower. Yes, he was eliminated second in Series 16. He came fi- uh, I can 14th, sorry. That. Bless 14th. Him. <laughs> 14th. <laughs> first out EastEnders first second out of Strictly <laughs> also from the same series was Kim's old boyfriend before Vincent oh yes it was Ray Dixon played Ooh. by Charles Venn 
Did he get higher or lower than Lee on the same series? Higher. He came sixth last series. I yeah. was going to say, I don't think anyone... His Samba. Go and look that up. Oh, oh. I'll look that up. Do, really do. Uh, so speaking of Kim Fox, Tamika Empson, who plays her, took part in series 14. Do you think she got higher or lower than Charles? Higher. Lower. Oh, <gasps> really? Oh, I would have thought she would have been a mover. I thought she was really good, but she was second eliminated. She came 14th. It was a weird one when she went. I was like, what? Because she showed promise in her first few dances. So I was like, yeah. Ricky! Oh, fabulous. That's right, Sid Owen. He's next. Do you think he got higher or lower? Higher? 12th. Yes, higher. He was eliminated third in Series 10. Two more, and they're going to be our landladies of the Queen Vic. Oh, fabulous. So we'll start with the iconic <gasps> Anita Dobson. Anyone can fall in love. Oh, I love that song. So it's Angie Watts. Yay. Yay. Merry Christmas, Ange. I know. I all I can think of is the divorce papers. Yeah, brilliant. Iconic. Absolutely iconic. Iconic. Do you think she got higher or lower than Sid Owen? Higher. Of course she did. She came yeah, seven to I was series say, nine. She has got the skills. She's got the body. She she's got the determination to do this. She <laughs> is an icon. She is and she wants. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, now the current landlady of the Queen of it. Oh. It's Linda Carter, played oh, by Kelly Bright. Love Kelly Bright. She took part in series thirteen. Higher or lower? Higher. Yay! Yay! Oh my god! I was just trying. I was scared there. I thought she was gonna be like, because in my head I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, she'd definitely do higher. She'd definitely do higher. And I'm thinking, I can't ex- like tell you the exact place she came yeah, because yeah. they had at this point it was really weird. They still okay. do it now. They give you a top three. They tell you the winner, and then you kind of have to guess what position oh. the other two came. Oh, that's So she either came second or third. Oh, but well done anyway. Well done, Kelly. You did really well. Oh yeah. How many? You only got one, two. Three, four, four wrong. Oh, wow. So Not bad for somebody who just drifts in and out yeah. of Strictly. Wow. So you win the rest of the... My Thorntons. Thorntons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All the dodgy ones. Yes, all the caramels. We thought we would react to some EastEnders children in Eat specials and, you know, discuss our favourite moments from the years of brilliant children in Eat specials that EastEnders has delivered us. So I'm going to kick off and talk about my favourite, which has to be, well, one of my favourites. Oh, yeah. God, Got so a many. few. There's so many. The Girls Allowed one. I love Girls Allowed. I love EastEnders. Oh, Perfect. Pat is everything Pat is amazing. Pat is doing her little bum shuffle. She's doing <laughs> yeah. her, like, you know, touching her curves. Oh, it's fabulous. The only downside for me is that they lip sync. I know. I would have liked if they sang it. Yeah. Yeah. That I agree. Been, that would have been better, especially when you've got Whitney in it, because Whitney's a good singer anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, she could definitely <laughs> s- sing that song. I yeah. love when Ian Beale pops up at the end as well, and Max is doing all the stuff. And Phil. <laughs> and, and Phil's Phil. just being weird. Just bobbing around, yeah. being, like, overtly happy. <laughs> I mean, it's got Stacey, it's got Whitney, it's got Janine, it's got Pat. It's got, it's got Max, yeah. it's got Phil, it's Bianca, got Ian. Bianca, Ricky. Bianca, Ricky, amazing. Oh, brilliant. Apart from that ending where it's, like, Tiffany... It's just like... Oh, that's creepy. Wakes up and then you just hear uh, like a man's voice. It's really weird. That's odd. Yeah, strange. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> mm, mine's got to be Oliver. Of course it had to be. Personally, it has to be Oliver because I'm a sucker for a good old chimney sweep. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it was really weird looking back now because Lauren Brannan is selling roses and we create that character, Abby Branning, the ghost who sold roses and it was nice because we got to see like Shaquille back and just seems like a really upbeat fun musical to be doing I don't know it's weird because all of us quite like a, <laughs> a bleak like poor poverty stricken like play but weirdly the music's always great I love it and it's really always upbeat isn't it I just love it fills you with like happiness we also love another one mm. Queen oh my god EastEnders take on Queen. That has to be the top. That has to be the top. So what we have done is we have reacted to this video mm-hmm. for you and you can listen to it now. Roxy is killing it with her hair. Yeah. 
<gasps> she didn't deserve to die. Oh, Zainab. Oh, Zainab, what a legend. Doesn't um, Lauren look like Zoe there? Yes, I was just about to say. Kim <laughs> <laughs> be like extra, love it. Zainab is just everything. Oh, Rainy. Oh, Rainy. Shout out of the jail, out of the clink. Oh. <gasps> oh, Shirley. Shirley's everything. Oh, Heather. <laughs> you just know that she would actually be like this. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is it? What's her name? Cora. Cora. Out of the doorways, <laughs> but it's Ricker. Is that the beach? Uh-huh. I love how high she goes. That's like baby high, isn't do it? Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> let's revisit. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> do you think that's what she's going for? <laughs> I'm sure Freddie would approve. He always said, just never make him boring, so. But yeah. He's got his wish. True. If you haven't guessed, me and Emma are humongous queen fans. <laughs> oh, Carol with her wig. Ah! Chris in the background. Thunder, bolt, and lightning. Very, very frightening. Galileo. That wig is everything. Galileo. Oh, that was the hot um, thingy brother as well, I just saw. One of Whitney's exes. Oh, yes. You know who I mean. Can't oh, remember, can't remember his name for the life of us. Yeah, something moved. Who's that? He's the one who dated both Jean and Pat for a short time, and then Jean dressed up as a pearly lady because that's what they did. Us. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Yeah, I love it because Cat goes um, goes up to Pat and is like, "And you sitting like the cat who's got the cream? Well, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Tiddles, but I think the cream's a bit sour. Love it." It is everything. For me. Look at Whitney go. Great. We're totally dancing now, by the way. Yeah, we are. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, we went quiet there for the commentary. (laughs) We're dancing. Do you remember that night where we. Oh my god, I totally forgot oh. about how tasty Ian looks. Of ah! <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Like, but he does actually look better as a woman, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's the He's best. Given it is everything. Yeah. Oh he loves it. Drag He's race twenty twenty. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well they are holding auditions for the new the there new season go. of UK, so Masood ah! ah! <laughs> I love him as a little girl. It's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, oh I feel boy. so fat boy. I feel like it's been upstairs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's messy, man. He just skips in. <laughs> and I mean, Ian is killing it. <laughs> oh, Patrick looking like the fusion of Pat Butcher and Dot there. Oh, he really does, though. I love his wig. <laughs> Look at those slippers. Ian is just <laughs> loving being that woman, isn't he? <laughs> They so should go on Snatch Game. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I want to break free. Oh, I want to <laughs> Ian's <break> just everything. <laughs> <laughs> Look how serious he's taking it. He's <laughs> so into it. it. He looking waked his driver. <laughs> oh, Christian. I love Christian and Saeed. And sign up. How about all like formed into a dynamic? <laughs> We're dancing again, by the way. <laughs> Can't help it. God, he is a good singer, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's been on stage. Yeah, you can tell. 
I just love that we went to see this film on the same day yes. at the same time. Fabulous. Bohemian Rhapsody. If people haven't seen it, they should definitely buy that DVD. Definitely. It's the Fantastic. Oh, I liked Whitney with him. Oh, did you? Yeah, a little. I think it was probably more that I liked him. Do you not <laughs> remember her? No. Who's Who that? Was she? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Bonnie Taylor? Yeah! Is <laughs> that Bonnie Taylor? I should probably say that. <laughs> oh, um, could even be Dolly Parton with that hair. I know, who was <laughs> she? Bonnie's loving her life there. <laughs> oh, there's Lola. Oh, it's back when she was with Lucy, I think. Abby. Uh, Abby. <laughs> Go get the two mixed up now. Oh, icons. Sherl and Hev. you. I miss their friendship dearly. Yeah. I'm going to have to clap along. Ready, <laughs> <laughs> All we hear is Radio Gaga. <laughs> I've lost the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Radio Gaga. Radio, what's new? Radio, someone still loves you. Oh. <laughs> Love to stand as children need. Well done, everyone. Yeah, well done. Well done. This week's sponsor is Bernie's Home Videos. Perfect for those long journeys up north. Comes with a phone with long battery life. Hope you enjoyed the fireworks. Good night.